You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to The Happy Hour here on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Rico. Nick had to dip out because he has class and can't skip this one because he's not going to be in class for the next three days because he's going to be calling some high school action here on the ticket. So I am joined by the fellas from On the Block, Austin Orman, Eric Strickland. Gentlemen, how are you? Wonderful. Great. Strick, I uh, I should have figured that you were going to be in town today. I wasn't sure if you were going to stream from Omaha, but then I remembered there's a big game going on tonight. Or at least it's kind of a big game. I don't know how you want to look at it. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is a big game. I mean, being it's a home it's a home game. It's your senior night. Guys that have uh, laid it down, transferred over. Uh, you hate it for Ben DeMille. He's not able to participate mm-hmm. other than, you know, getting honored. Is there any way that he could get some type of medical red shirt? I, I don't know. I don't know. He played half the season. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. No, because he, he already used his COVID year, too. It's true. So yeah, I don't think that works for I'd him. I'd look into it, but um, you know, but but it's good. You know, also Kase is going to walk. Uh, Doesn't mean well. he's leaving. Doesn't mean he's leaving, and uh, you know, so there'll be some things to weigh out. But listen, there's a pathway. You take care of business. There's a pathway for Nebraska to jump easily up into the middle tier of the freaking Big Ten. Because they have advantage over Iowa. If they can go down to Iowa and win, they would have the advantage there. And there's some teams that still have some tough tough roads ahead of them. Uh, that's that's literally looking ahead mm-hmm. of them. And that's some of the stuff we're going to talk about on, on the show. Uh, we're talking about the rest of the season for uh, Nebraska and what's ahead for them. I mean, it's in your hands. I mean, I think there's been points where it's been in their hands earlier in the season, but even more the way that they're playing as of late, there's 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 a pathway. There's a pathway for you to get to that middle tier. And uh, then at that point, anything can happen. One solidifying, I think, mm-hmm. an NIT bid. But, you know, uh, if you look at it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you can get into that range. I mean, you're tied for ninth. With Penn State and Wisconsin, Wisconsin um, has to go uh, home against Purdue uh, tomorrow in two days, uh, and then host Minnesota at home for their final game. So you've got to win one of those, at least so, one of the two. Of those. So they'll probably lose to Purdue. So Nebraska has to win at least one to stay tied, um, and then Penn State. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, let's see if I can get this. They go to Northwestern, Northwestern and tomorrow, and then they have Maryland at home. They could very well lose both of those games. Yeah. So if you win one, you'll hop above Penn State. You need to win two to hop above Wisconsin and take sole possession of ninth uh, and get that first round You just got to be even with Wisconsin. No, you got to be even. You got to be Oh, yeah, because you have a tiebreaker. Right. You have the tiebreaker on them. Ooh, okay. So you just got to win one. You got to win one. I mean. And you've got, look, these are very easy games. That's what I'm saying. There's there's games out there that are available. If you take care of home, obviously there's some revenge factor. It's tough that Michigan State took that loss to uh, Iowa. That made it, um, you know. Probably they're gonna they're gonna be heated, and you know they've got great guard play. Game. So when you've got great guard play, that's gonna always make it difficult. But uh, they're coming into your building, bro, on a senior night. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good crowd. It's a late game. Let's go. And I, I asked Steve Mark yesterday, and I'll ask you, how important would it be to get Blaze Kata back? He's he's dealing with the in- ankle injury. How important would it be just to have that other big in there? You know, he he doesn't offer much offensively, 
But defensively, even if he's not blocking shots, he's big enough, long enough where he alters a lot of shots. If you have, like you said, Michigan State has that good guard play. If they're trying to drive into the lane and you have Blaze Keaton there waiting for them, he can draw the charge because he's very adept at that, or he can just alter those shots and get the boards. How important is it to, to get him back, although he probably still wouldn't be 100%? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of halfway 50-50 on that with regards to him. I think – uh, with the way that Breidenbach played last game, if he just stays focused on that, mm-hmm. just being being um, uh, present, um, you know, moving feet, hands, uh, he's capable of doing those same things, rebounding, mm-hmm. and then going and getting offensive rebounds. Don't focus on all that perimeter stuff. Just do that. Be rebound, big. be big, rebound, be physical, be present. Um, I'm okay with that. Even I'm I'm okay with uh, Ole Kolinitz sightings. I'm, the way he played last game, I'm okay with it. I love him. If he does, if he, if they just do and operate in their role and and handle things on the in the in the inside, I think they're okay. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know what Kata gets you tonight. Yeah, Michigan State likes to run. Kata limited mobility, mm-hmm. not the best matchups. Even if he was healthy, I don't know how yeah. much he would play. This is a well more of a, although you don't want him to be a stretch, more of a stretch Wilhelm just because he can run better. Eh, maybe. I I think it. What it comes down to is get someone on Joey Hauser, mm-hmm. make his life tough, and what you have to do is make Hogard and Walker scorers. Because if you can let them dish it out to guys spotted up wide open, that makes their life easy. And then you have to play closer to those guys and then let those guys score. Make Walker and Hogard put the game on their shoulders. Take everyone else away because, yeah, they're good players. They'll get theirs, but you have to make life as hard on them as possible by taking away their outlets and by causing some of that chaos. I'm okay with Hoiberg. I'm okay with Hoiberg now. I mean, that's one of the things that didn't happen earlier in the season. You didn't really have an availability of Hoiberg. I love his defensive presence. I love his scrappiness. Mm -hmm. I think he'll take the challenge. I'm okay with him uh, taking the challenge of that guard play. Hard, Hard left. No more basketball talk. You guys are going to get into that on your show. I'm going to ask you about the NFL. So, quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is out of the dark. I don't know how long he's been out of the dark, but he's out of the dark. He can see the light. He's there. Has he seen the light? Or can he see the light? Probably not. He's a a Hawaska. (laughs) Wherever Aaron Rodgers ends up. uh, Carson Wentz released. Yeah. and Looks like he's transferring over XFL, possibly. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But could there be a, a reunion with Frank Reich in Carolina? Uh, Lamar Jackson wants to get paid. Do the Ravens want to pay him? And then there was another quarterback that got released that I am trying to remember Carr. who. Yeah, Derek Carr got released, obviously. What's what's going to go on in the NFL? Where Okay, best landing spot for Lamar Jackson if the Ravens don't pay him. I think Carolina might be a good look for him, to be honest. Style-wise. Yeah, it depends on what. Frank Reich wants to do. I think you take a talented player like Lamar Jackson, but the other thing is that Carolina has been mentioned as a team that could move up in the draft to go get a guy. So maybe Mm -hmm. Frank Reich wants someone like that. I love the idea of Lamar Jackson down in Atlanta. Lamar Jackson Mm, with uh, Kyle Pitts would be fun. Marcus Mariota Mm. got released. He did get released. Thank you. That was Um, Atlanta. (laughs) And here's another guy that got released, Carson Wentz. Send Lamar to D.C. Just, Mm. Just down the road from Baltimore. I think he could be... I fun there. Spice up the NFC East a little bit. Well, what do you think about, you know, I, I think you got to look at Biennemi, right? Biennemi is going to probably want, I, I, I think they like, they're not, they're not overly disappointed with what they have down there right mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. um, he may be okay with that. I think he's going to want something 
that's um, he's doing evaluations mm-hmm. right now. He's doing. And we saw know, what he was able to do with a, a slightly more mobile, not as you know, yeah. not to the Lamar Jackson level, obviously, right. but a more mobile quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You get a quarterback like that and an offensive mind like Eric Bieniemy. I mean, the sky's the limit there. I think he feels they got enough weapons. I think so, and that's where I'll be curious to see what Eric Bieniemy wants. Does he want another franchise level quarterback in Lamar Jackson because he's worked with one before? Does he want to? prove that he can work with another one hey i can change adapt to this guy mm-hmm. bring him along or is does he want to branch out on his own hey we have you know taylor heineke and sam howell no they're probably not as talented as lamar jackson but this is a chance for me to flex my brain power to flex yeah. my muscle and develop these relatively unheralded guys you know give people no reason to say I was just writing Patrick and Angie's coattails. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. see him going both ways. I think, I think you know, in, in some of his initial evaluations of Heineke, hearing him speak, he's, he thinks he's got some, some tools. He's got, he's got solid, okay feet. He's got, you know, good arm accuracy. He likes some things about mm-hmm. him. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, he could say, we're good here. You I know? did see that they were still interested in keeping Sam Howell and seeing what they had there. So I, he was he – was, I don't remember where he got drafted, but I know I that think he, he likes was, Howell more. He, he was projected like as like a potential number one overall quarterback before the season started. Yeah. Last two last Drake May's gonna college be season. Drake May. Big yep. Drake May guy? Okay. Well, he's just going to be better than Sam Howell. I mean, it's not hard. Well, Sam Howell, yeah. Sam Howell's Howell not doing anything right round, now. Fifth round? Overall. Really? Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be a first-round guy. Things change. That's what happens when you stay too long. It's going to be interesting who's man. interested in, in, in making a move. All right. Uh, we'll see. All right. That's going to do it for the happy hour. Like we said, get down to PBA if you can find tickets and check yourself. <laughs> this guy. DP. DP. You, on, it, on the block up next.